Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about nothing is impossible with God, and that is an absolute true statement. When you're a child of the Most High God, you can look forward to some exciting things with God. And you know, today, too many people do not understand who God truly is. You know, they question His authority, His ability, His sovereignty in our lives. He is the Creator, and nothing was created in this universe without Him. Nature itself answers to Him. Nothing is impossible for our great and wonderful living God. You know, in the natural, it might look like and feel like your prayers won't be answered. But with God, nothing is impossible. Moses is leading the children of Israel across the desert without provisions and must depend on the Lord for everything. And that's what our story is about today. What are you dreaming about? What is your dream? What's going on with your life? You've been praying. You've been hoping. Well, stay tuned for this exciting lesson because you're going to be amazed at what God God says in his word today. Thank you for joining us. Let me pray for you right now before we go into our lesson. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Father, for this wonderful lesson. Thank you, Father, that you love us and you care for us, and you really want to help our dreams come true. And nothing is impossible for you, Father, when it's in your holy will for our custom life, and in your perfect timing, you will make a way in the supernatural where there seems to be no way in the natural. So thank you, Father. Anything that comes from my lips today, Father, let it be glorifying to you from my heart, and let it be encouraging and inspiring to the people listening to this today. Thank you so much, Father. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. What's happening right now in the life of the Israelites is that they are going across the desert, and I want to give you some idea of what's going on before we get started in Numbers 11 today is our scripture. And what's so exciting about this is they get in the middle of the desert, they have no water, they have no food, There's, they have no jobs, they have walked out of 400 years of slavery and now they find themselves out in the middle of the desert. God has shown his miracles to them over and over and over. But if you'll turn with me to Numbers 11, and we'll get into it right away. I want to start with verse 4. Here we go. The rabble with them began to crave other food. And again, the Israelites started wailing and said, if only we had meat to eat. Now remember, God sent the water to them out of the rock and he sent manna from heaven. They didn't have any bread, and so he rained down manna, which was a form of bread that, that they were able to crush and grind and make bread out of, but they got sick of this bread. The rabble, and when they say rabble, that was the small percentage of them that were really wailing outside their tents and mad at God and wanting to go back to Egypt into slavery even because they didn't have provisions. But God, all along the way, had proven himself. They still were rebelling against God, the rabble were. And of course, they said, if we only had meat, we remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Also, cu cucumbers, melons, leeks, 
onions, and garlic. But now we have lost our appetite. We never see anything but this manna. And remember, this manna was really great because they could pick it up in the morning. When the dew hit the ground, God would rain this manna on the plants, and they could pick it up, and they could gather it, and then they could make it. And and listen to what it says about the manna in verse 7. The manna was like a coriander seed and looked like resin. The people went around gathering it and then ground it in hand mill or crushed it into mortar. They cooked it in a pot and made it into loaves. And it tasted like something made with olive oil. And another scripture in Nehemiah says that it tasted like honey. It was very sweet. When the dew settled on the camp at night, the manna also came down. So they didn't have any flour out there. They didn't have a crop that they had done. They're in the middle of the desert and the heat was so hot. And you know that it was hard out there, but God was making a way. Now remember that Moses was in charge of a million people. I know you may have been to a football game and you've seen 50, 60,000 people. Maybe you've been to an outdoor concert and there was 100,000. But Moses was in charge of a million people in the desert with no provision. And during that time, God showed up and showed out. And, and really, that brings me to my first point before we go on into the scripture of it. Number one, nothing is impossible for our limitless God. Luke 137, Jesus says, for nothing is impossible with God. Matthew 19:26, but Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. In Jeremiah 32, 17, our Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. They had seen the miracles, remember, when they were coming out of Egypt. First of all, there were 10 plagues, and Pharaoh had hardened his heart every time, and he said no to Moses. He said, I'm not going to let your people go. And the last plague was one that devastated the Pharaoh because he lost his son. And finally, he said, yes, let them go. Get them out of my sight. All they've done is bring us harm because of the power of God. They were in slavery for 400 years, and they had cried out for a deliverer. God had provided Moses. God provided a way out. And here they find themselves in the desert. In the midst of the desert, the Egyptians say to themselves, and this is in Exodus, they said, hey, who's going to serve us? They changed their minds. They got mad. They wanted to get even. So they send their chariots out. They send their army out after the Israelites. And you remember the story where the pillar of fire stands between them and the Egyptian army. And God miraculously uh, parts the Red Sea. And the children of Israel walk across. And when Pharaoh's army gets into that ocean where they walk across on dry land and the children of Israel are already across into the land. God allows the water to go over them and all of his army drowned in front of Pharaoh. His heart was so hardened, he rejected God so much that he destroyed his whole army in one swoop right into the ocean. That should really uh, let us understand God is a God of love. But listen, if you continue to reject him, he is not going to work and to help you to fulfill your dreams because you have to come to God on his terms and not on your terms. Finally, I just have to say in this number one point, nothing is impossible for God. They knew these things. And of course, they're out in the desert and they didn't have provision. And so in in Numbers 11, he had given them manna, And this is a million people. He gave them enough bread for the whole million people. And then he also gave them water out of the rock. 
and there was no water in the desert, and he miraculously brought them water, the water they needed, and they were able to survive out there. Now they're complaining about needing meat. Well, God's going to answer. <laughs> He's going to answer their prayer, but maybe not exactly how they want it to be answered. And this brings me to my number two point. Nothing is impossible with God, but we must not complain, but keep praying for help. Numbers 11, 1 through 5. Now, when the people complained about their hardships in the hearing of the Lord, and when they heard them, and, and when they heard him, and when he heard them, his anger was aroused. Uh, then fire from the Lord burned among them and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. God was so mad. He said, I've showed you everything that I've showed you. You've walked across the desert. I've given you manna. I've given you water. I've saved you from the Egyptians. You're out of slavery. And now a portion of you is rejecting me rejecting my word, not believing in me, and I, I just can't take it anymore. So he takes part of his fire from the sky and burns part of the camp, and that destroyed part of the camp and the people. And Moses cries out to God, and God stops doing that. That, that just says to me, don't complain before God. I mean, really, you can go before him, but be a, of humble and contrite heart and know who you're talking. You know, honor God and praise him for what he has done and be expectant for what he is about to do. Because remember, nothing is impossible for God. That brings me to the number three point. Nothing is impossible with God, but we must trust him to do what is right for us. You know, Numbers 11, 8 and 9, God had provided food for them out of nothing, so surely he could answer their prayers again. And this is in verse 8 and 9, the people went around gathering it and then ground it into handmill. They had the manna that God had sent, so how would they think he would not answer their prayer? Time and time again, they had seen God work these miraculous miracles I mean, not just a little miracle. I'm talking about walking across the ocean on dry land where walls of water were up 30 and 50 and 100 feet tall, maybe more, and yet they were still complaining that they had not seen the hand of God. And Moses was really having a hard time with some of the stubborn people that were coming out along with him. My next point is number four. Nothing is impossible with God, so he takes action to provide encouragement and strengthens their faith and provides the meat. And so Moses comes before the Lord. He really does in Numbers 11. He, you'll have to read that whole section. And he comes before the Lord and he says, Lord, I've got a million people out here and it's so hard to handle these people. I need help. And so the Lord said to Moses in, in verse 16 of Numbers 11, he said, bring me 70 of Israel's elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Have them come to the tent of meeting that they may stand with you. The Lord said, I will come down and speak with you there. And this is the promise he gave Moses. I will take some of the power of the spirit that is in you and put it on them. They will share the burden of the people with you so that you will not have to carry it all on your own. This encouraged Moses. This is what I'm trying to say is, is along the way in your trial or along the way in the dream that you'd like God to help you with, 
You know, maybe you didn't get the promotion you deserve. Maybe you didn't get the raise you deserved. But as you serve our mighty God, he will give you encouragements along the way. And when you come to him with a humble heart, when you come to him with a belief system, a faith system that says, Lord, I I know I'm not where I really want to be right now, but I trust you, God. I believe in you. You're the King of kings. You're the Lord of lords. You're the Lamb of God. And I trust you, God. And I believe and I'm praying, Lord, that you will make this happen for me. And what he did for Moses, Moses came to him and said, I can't handle all these people. You might be going to God said, I can't handle my job. I don't know that I have the skills. I may not have the money to do this. If you're opening up your own business, or I might not have the right location or the right product, but you can go before God and take your plan before him. And if you're a Christian, he will help you and give you encouragement along the way. What a great encouragement this was to Moses at a time where he needed help. And he got 70 leaders to help him carry these million people across the desert to get into the promised land. Number five, nothing is impossible with God, but even Moses still questions God's ability. Now, Moses had a little problem right here because God got very upset with him. Here here Moses is, I think the human side of him, you know, and this happens sometimes when we're very tired, and it's a human response to something that's bigger than us sometimes. If you've ever been really tired, you can be ornery, and you need rest. You know, you need rest, you need refreshment through the Holy Spirit, through prayer, and maybe just laying down. But you need to know the signs of this, because here's what Moses said in number 11, 21, and 22. But Moses said, here I am among 600,000 men on foot. And, and these people were yelling, I want meat, I want meat, I want meat. And, and Moses is saying to God, how are you going to feed these people when they want meat, there are, there's no livestock in the desert like this. What are you going to do? God said, I will give them meat to eat for a whole month. And then Moses says back to him, would they have enough if flocks and herds were slaughtered for them? Would they have enough if all the fish in the sea were caught for them? You know, Moses is looking at this situation through his finite mind and his finite eyes. He's looking at what he sees, which is nothing. And this is very serious for the Christian. Don't need to look at what you don't see. You need to look up for God to intervene in your situation, and you need to have great faith. Because Hebrews 11.1, 1, you know, we went over this last week, I think, but it says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, for faith is the substance of of things hoped for, and the confidence of things unseen. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not going to come. Just because you prayed for it for a long time does not mean that it's not going to happen for you. He will answer your prayer. But he says to him in the next point I've got in number six, you know, nothing's impossible with God. He will answer our prayers in his way and what's best for us as an individual group. And Moses understood that, but somehow he had his sights on the problem and not focusing on God. And and listen to what this says. The Lord says to Moses, Is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not what I say will come true. He said to Moses, Now, let me just tell you something. Do you think that I cannot do this, that my arm's too short to not bring meat to these people? You've already seen the manna. You've already seen the water. You've already seen the ten flags. You've already seen the Red Sea be parted. When are you going to completely believe me? That's what he says to Moses. And so number seven point is nothing is impossible with God. So don't provoke his anger with this disbelief and trust him for every need. God provides meat for a whole month, but he is still angry with those who discredited him. We're going to go back to the beginning of our scripture here 
and look at verse 20 through 23. And his anger is provoked by this disbelief, which is the worst part that you can do. Hebrews 11.6 says, it's impossible to please God. Listen to this. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, Matthew 9.29 says, let it be done unto you according to your faith. So many times through the Bible, Jesus is saying, okay, Look at these miracles I have done and have faith in God because of what you have seen. And these stories are true. It's it's not possible to please God without faith. And of course, Moses didn't do it. But what did God do? This is so amazing. You know, nothing is, is impossible with God. So he saves the children of Israel again. He provided them with water from the rock, manna each day from the sky, from nothing. And then what he does right here in Numbers 11 31 through 34. This is an amazing part of the Bible, and I hope you will read this today on your own. And it says, Now a wind went out from the Lord and drove quail in from the sea. Now Moses couldn't see those quail, and the children of Israel couldn't see those quail, but nature answers to the Creator, and the Creator sent quail to them. It scattered them up to two cubics deep all around the camp. Now a cubic goes from your elbow up to your middle finger, and it's it's double that size, so it's it's almost like 24 inches uh, to 30 inches deep. And listen what it says. It scattered them up to two cubics deep all around the camp as far as a day's walk in any direction. All that day and night and all the next day, the people went around and gathered quail. No one gathered less than 10 homers. That were 10 birds. They Then they spread them out all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth and before it could be consumed, the anger of the Lord burned against the people, and he struck them with a severe plague. Therefore, the place was named Kilbroth Hatatava, because there they buried the people who had craved food and complained to God, and they were rabble. They were causing so much treacherous rabble in the midst of these million people. You know, when you have one bad apple, it can spoil the whole bushel. So that's really what was happening here. And God had to purify it, and so he did, because he had given them so many chances. Listen to me today. Nothing is impossible with God. I know that some of you have been praying and praying for answers, and you're in the fight, and you might be weary, but don't give up. Nothing is impossible with this great God. He loves you, and He wants to take care of you. Just like He took care of this group of million people, He can take care of you. Nothing is too hard for Him. No financial battle is too hard for Him. Take it to Him. Take it to Him and let Him help you. No relationship problem is too hard for Him. So many times in my own prayer life and in my ministry, I've seen marriages healed. I've seen people healed. I've seen finances healed. I've seen people that have lost their fortunes and they've been restored. I've seen people lose their job and and a great job. They thought it was a loss, but it, it became into a promotion. And I'm telling you the truth because I've lived through these years and I've seen God's hand. And I just hope today's lesson is such a wonderful lesson. Numbers 11, go back and read it yourself. It's an incredible lesson where God says, okay, you can't see it, but I am about to do a miracle in your life. And that, my friend, says to us through this Bible scripture that nothing is impossible 
with God. Now, this works for the Christian, and it it doesn't really do anything for the non-Christian. So I'm just asking to you today, if you're not a Christian, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. He loves you. He died for you. He died for me and my sins. He'll die for you and your sins. Ask Him to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. And if you make that commitment today, I know you're saved, and then nothing will be impossible in your life when you trust your life with Jesus Christ. Well, we love you in the Lord. I'm going to say a prayer for you in just a few minutes here, but we want to tell on this telecast that we're going to have a live event in Nashville on August the 12th on a Thursday night starting at 7 o'clock, and this is exciting for us. We want you to mark your calendars. Tickets will be available soon on EncouragingMoments.com. They're going to be limited. We're going to be selling out very quickly because here's the lineup. We have the Isaacs, a sensational gospel group. We have Three Bridges, sensational gospel group, and we have Jasmine Brady, new recording artist with Daywin Records. She is amazing. And of course, I'm Bobby Williams and we'll give you a night of encouraging moments with our friends and a great message from the Lord, and we're praying about that. We hope to see many saved. We hope to see many dedicated, rededicate their lives to Christ and be inspired with the presence of the Lord. We hope that you will join us on this very first A Night of Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams and Friends, August 12th on Thursday night at 7 p.m. And it's going to be at a theater at Good Pasture Christian School. We've already locked it in. It's a beautiful theater, and it's just a beautiful place to start our first event. And what we're trying to do is inspire you and encourage you through music and a great message in Jesus' name. Let me pray for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask, Lord, that you put in all of us that great faith that believes that nothing Nothing is impossible with God. And no matter what my friend that's listening today, brother or sister in Christ, whatever they're going through, Father, nothing is impossible with you. And we're raising them up today and we're saying, Father, be with them, strengthen them, help them. And whatever they're asking for, Father, we're agreeing with them that you would help them in this endeavor, in this hurt, in this situation that they have in their life, Father. We trust you, we love you, and we have great faith in you. We know that nothing is is impossible with God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I love you in the Lord so much from Spirit of Champion Ministries. We love you. Thank you for your crucial support for this ministry. If you want to donate to our ministry, go to encouragingmoments.com. If we've been helping you strengthen your faith, please go there and help us continue this program at this crucial time. We love you in the Lord. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.